are you authentically you? And like, what does that even mean? How would like being more authentic super change your life? You ever thought about that? Like, do you wake up every morning and you're like, I am 100% my authentic self? And if your answer is no, which most of us it is, what is that? What harm is that causing you? That's what we are going to focus on on today's podcast. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast we do with my mom every single day. Glad that you are here. Three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Have you ever seen Back to the Future before? Oh, a long time ago. Why? I feel like I was so deprived of movies. Like we, I feel like we watched a lot of movies growing up. Yeah. But like there's so many classics from the 80s and 90s that I just never saw. And I don't know why. There's like so many people my age or have like such fond memories of all these 80s movies. I've never seen them before. Like oh. if I were to go over here and I, the reason I bring this up, is I just watched Back to the Future 1 today. The uh-huh. very first day. Today's Sunday, by the way, when we're recording. Uh-huh. And if you're wondering why we're not talking about the date yet, it's because I can't. Because if you're like, he's going to lead with a date, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, we'll talk about this wild date that I went on this weekend. Yeah. Um, with the whole best date ever, Virginia. Um, but I can't today because I've got to wait till it airs with a radio show and that's tomorrow. So okay. sorry. But today I've been like just dead. I've literally been in bed most of the day because I've been going for three weeks strong. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie. And like Back to the Future popped up and I was like, I've never seen Back to the Future. Maybe it's time that I watch it. And oh my God, I'm like obsessed with it. I really thought, I mean, I put it off forever because it just looks so stupid. And to be honest with you, it's pretty stupid, but like <laughs> I watched, the, I watched the whole first one, right? I fell asleep uh-huh. for a couple. I've, I've been kind of like sleeping and waking up and sleeping uh-huh. and waking up all day. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I watched the first two and I'm like, oh my God, this is so campy, but amazing. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like it's so cheesy. Like, yeah, it, the that crazy movie, old guy. What was that guy's name? Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Christopher like, Lloyd. Oh, he's so good. If that movie were to come out today, uh-huh. it would never make it. Oh, no. It would have to be a kid's movie because – and that's what I just don't understand why it was so popular. Yeah. I'm sure we watched it. I I don't remember. I'm sure I didn't watch that by myself. Let me see. What year did Back to the Future come out? Back to the Future came out in – 84, 5? Something like that. Mid-80s. Well, you would have only future. been two or three. That's so. true. 1985. But I've never, yeah. for some reason, I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go through the most popular movies of the 80s. Let's let's say mm. have we seen it or have we not, okay? All right. Outsiders, I saw it, but I saw it in school because we read the book, but I don't remember much about it. Did you ever see The Outsiders? I think so, but I can't remember it. Stand By Me, never saw it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a classic. Breakfast Club, never saw it. Yeah, saw that. 16 Candles, never saw it. Mm, not sure if I, had, I did. Rain Man, never saw it. <gasps> You've never seen Rain no, Man? No, what is that about? It sounds terrible. <gasps> What's it about? Oh, it's a, it's about two brothers and one of them's autistic and he's so wonderful. Oh my gosh, he's so wonderful. Like, why have I not seen these? That's what I'm, I'm saying. isn't it? I'm Dustin a little, Hoffman, um, sure. I think it is. I'm just kind of going through oh, uh, you need YouTube. to watch that. Best Goonies, never saw no. it. Uh, Major League, never saw it. Mm-mm. National Lampoon Vacation, I've seen about 400,000 times. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the only movie we watched. We didn't miss that. But we only that watched it at Christmas. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think I've seen it, but I don't really remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, Labyrinth, I've seen. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket, I saw, but I saw later. You Short Circuit, I saw, I think I've seen it, Mm-mm. but I don't remember. Um Weekend at Bernie's. Mm-hmm. I feel mm. like we've watched that, haven't we? It's hysterical. Yeah, I think I've seen that yes. one. Um, Beetlejuice. Yeah. I've seen Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. I don't really remember it. Big, I've seen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Footloose, okay. never seen. <gasps> Footloose. I don't oh, think I've ever seen I've Footloose. Seen that I know. A hundred times. Like, I what love is wrong with me? It. Pretty in Pink, never seen. Field of Dreams, <gasps> yeah. never seen. Oh. Dirty Dancing, <gasps> never seen. No. Like, why have I not seen these? I, I, I'm, and, and now I turn to you, Mom, and I'm like, what did we watch back in the day? I like, don't why know. have I never seen these very popular 
She's like these hit movies. Well, like, like, I don't know that we watched them at home. I mean, I think we would have had to go to the theater. Um, Good Morning Vietnam, never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that one, but later. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, never seen. Mm-mm. The original Batman, never seen. Mm-hmm. Risky Business, never seen. Mm-hmm. Flashdance, never seen. Ne- mm-hmm. No, I feel Not like the only dance. movie you showed to me to nauseam was <laughs> The Never Ending Story. Like, oh, I've seen never any story. I could tell you every line from that movie over and over and over so again. Good. But every other movie, I feel like you like shielded from me. Like, why did we never see these? Okay, so going back now what are they to rated, they're like PG. In the 80s, you would have been a little bitty boy. Yeah, but still, you feel like later in life, I would have at least like watched some of these things. Well, Weird that's Science, true. never seen. Dead Poet Society, never seen. Oh. Annie, never seen. Oh. Uh, Three Amigos, never seen. Never I'm just seen like, what? It. What the hell was I doing? Okay, so let's go back to Back to the Future because I feel like mm-hmm. now there's no spoiler alerts here. You've had 35 <laughs> years to catch up on it. I mean, I feel like you're probably the only human that's never seen it before. <laughs> there, I just don't understand why it's it's a very extremely campy, cheesy movie, right? Like it's <laughs> it really so is. it's so cheesy, and there's no way now. This is what I'm trying to think. If these movies were to be released today, they would flop. Like yeah. if you if you if you released Back to the Future today in theaters, Mm-mm. nobody would go see it. It would no. have to be a, a movie that your kids would go see. But yeah. why is that? Why do you think like times are so different? Because mm-hmm. as I'm watching, I'm like I'm into this, but like it's so stupid, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it may have something to do with the internet. Maybe. I mean, kids are much more advanced now. I just feel and like times were, were so much more simple the back then. Yeah, you guys had they it definitely so easy. Were they definitely like, were more simple? If that was your form of entertainment, I just feel like life must have been so much easier in the eighties than it is now because it it's just so carefree was. and mindless and like mm-hmm. easy and like simple and just yeah. kind of dumb and like. But I can't imagine like as an adult going to watch that movie at age thirty eight. <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I'm into this one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's my, that's my review of Back it, to the Future. I bet your brother's seen more of those than you have. Probably. Feeling yeah. that weird that weird cusp. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to watch. I'm going to get this podcast done because I really want to watch the third one now. I'm kind of obsessed. But apparently oh. the third one, he like goes there's back to like a third one? Yeah, there's a third one. I don't so know. So the second one's where he goes one. to the future, the year 2015, yeah. where they had flying cars. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I'm like, well, we kind of missed the mark like on this one. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like when they always thought, what the, you mean the Jetsons? The Jetsons mm. was the one where they, yeah, they showed the, the Jetsons. That's right. Sorry. You know, in the year 2015, <laughs> all this crazy. I mean, some things were right. Some things they got right. Like they had video calling, which, you know, mm-hmm. it was a little bit different. They didn't have like cell phones or anything. Right. Um, but there were a couple things I noticed. I'm like, that actually turned out. Um <laughs> I'm like, why don't we have hoverboards though? That'd be kind of cool to have a hoverboard. Hmm. So I just finished the second one. Now the third one's where they go back and they just show the very a few clips at the very end of the second one, but they go back to Wild Wild West apparently. And I don't know, oh, this one might be too I don't much think of a stretch. I saw the but, third one. But I'm gonna go back and <laughs> check this one out and hear when the uh, podcast is done today. <laughs> um, at time of recording, today is Father's Day. I'm not called Dad yet. I sent a text this morning. I need to call him when, when we're done recording today. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a question though about. Father's Day. And really, it's not just about Father's Day, but it's about any of these. And I'm not poo-pooing on the holiday by any means, mm-hmm. but I really want to like to have a pretty serious conversation about this because every every like um, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, those are really the three that I like notice. I, I, I find myself posting something about, you know, shout out to everybody today that doesn't have the thing that we're celebrating, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Like like today's father, you know, yesterday Father's Day, right? Uh-huh. And for like a lot of people, it's a hard day. If you just lost your dad, or like mm-hmm. you don't have a dad, or you have a bad relationship with your dad, or you're, you're a dad that doesn't have kids, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's a hard day. Yeah. And even if you do have, maybe you are, maybe like you you you, you hop on social media and you see all these people posting their dads and. You're like, man, I really wish I had that. It's a lot of, a lot of comparison today, you know, mm-hmm. on holidays. And so something I was thinking about today is like, do these do holidays where we focus on a singular person, do they do more harm than they do good? Oh, I don't think so. Because I want you to like, like, mom, like when, when Mother's Day rolls around. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like 
does that day, I mean, and you're, you're like, you're, you're just different than most people, but I'm, I'm going to say that whatever you say is probably 50% of how people feel about anything is you're just love everything. But like, I, like when Mother's Day rolls around, are you just like, oh my God, I am so, oh yeah, of course you are. I'm so thankful <laughs> for this day. Like, I'm so glad that we're taking a day out of like the year to like celebrate motherhood. Like this day, I look forward to Mother's Day every single year because it gets me a chance to like have my kids call me and tell me they love me and for me to just really appreciate for whatever the reason the holiday, for whatever the holiday brings to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I honestly am asking this question because I don't know. There's not yeah. like a son's day. I'm sure there is, but nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Um, is it doing more? Is it doing more harm than it's doing good? Like well, do the do, do the people that, that like it's it's focusing on does it cause more joy hmm. than the pain it brings the people that don't have it? You know, for me, I think it's lovely that we take a day to honor mothers, just in general. Sure, and we take a day to honor fathers in general. But honestly, for me, because you all are so attentive to me all the time, yeah, it's not it's not really a special day. I mean, right. it's nice if you all come to visit, but it's nice if you all come to visit anytime. Right. So to me, I mean, there have been Mother's Days when no one's been here. That's fine. I know you love me and, and you're really, you're wonderful to me all the time. And every day I'm grateful to be a mother. So, you know, for me, it's it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm sure, and the same thing for your dad, because your dad said to Maggie today, I really don't want to see anybody today because there's some really good golf and basketball <laughs> on, and that's really what I want to do. <laughs> see, that's the point that I'm trying to bring up. But think how many people today also are like, really, I mean, because you can kind of see both sides of it because, you know, you lost your mom pretty mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. at age, what, 18, 17? 17, uh-huh. Like, so Mother's Day rolls around and like, does it bring up, I mean, I know it's been a lot of years now, mm-hmm. but like, think about how many years I'm sure, you know, it did hurt. Yeah. Oh, I'm you sure know. in the early years that was hard. Yeah. But now it's only fond memories. It's just all good. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like I said on my, you know, pep talk for today. Have I haven't fun. listened to it yet, to be honest with you. That's okay. So, so fill me in. It's okay. <laughs> I well, saw the email. But I shouldn't I talk doesn't. about it because you may not air it. That's um, true. <laughs> We didn't well, air you it. You may just edit know. it, and it may not yeah, say anything. Have I nothing said. to say anything that yeah, she's talking about. Yeah, it'll be two minutes instead of five minutes and thirty-eight seconds or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it makes me pause and remember my my father today and the men that have been father figures in my life. Right, and I'm grateful for them. But it doesn't make it doesn't make me sad now. So it makes me a little sad around Joel because. My yeah. sense is that this will be the last Father's Day that he will be here. But um, my mom, this is my mom's friend that's passing away right now. It's ninety years old. Yeah. Um. That's just I don't know. That's just something that I thought about, and I'm just like <laughs> I don't know that these days do more harm than they do good. You know, I really yeah. don't know. I like. But to your something point, to think about. if someone has wants to be a father and hasn't been able to, or yeah, wants to be a mom and wants to be able to, yeah, that's got to be a hard day. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought today. Okay, let's okay. do a uh, Maryland Monday. We uh, every every Monday I try to give you one fact about Maryland because I say that nobody knows anything about Maryland unless you live here. But if you live here, you know everything about Maryland. <laughs> it's a very proud state. It is. Let's go back to the year 1830 today. Oh man, the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad Company, also known as the B and O. Oh right? yeah, from Monopoly. I know that. Yep. B&O Railroad, Baltimore and Ohio Railroad Company built the very first railroad station in Baltimore, 19, I mean, 1830. So, I mean, I know we don't really do a lot of trains nowadays, Mm -mm. but it all started right here, baby. Right here. That is what I love about Baltimore and Maryland, all the places that you took me to, is that the history's really been preserved. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of history. I love all the old houses, the buildings, the streets, all of that. But now you know. Yeah. Now you know a little one new fact about the state of Maryland. And we're yeah. gonna put this place on the map. Yeah. And then one day even you will be able to figure out where it is on the map. So I'm still not <laughs> and quite you should sure. Go there. I highly recommend it. I love it. It is an interesting place. There's a lot it going is. on here. And it right is. now it's very hot and humid. So maybe come oh, in the fall. It? 
It's yeah. getting pretty toasty. Now that here it is, the uh, we've officially hit the first day of this is now the second day of summer that you're listening. That's correct. And I feel like it all waited till right now. Today was extremely hot. Yes. And by that, I mean, it was probably 80. I'm just not used to it yet, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. It's from John Eldridge. The gift of presence is a rare and beautiful gift to come unguarded, undistracted, and be fully present, fully engaged with whoever we are with at that moment. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that is such a gift. And the reason I thought of that quote was last week when I was visiting with Joel, I said to him, Please tell me what you want me to do for you. And he looked at me for a minute and he said, just be here. Mm. And Well, yeah, it's true. He just, yeah, he just wants you to be present with him. Mm -hmm. He didn't necessarily need me to come in and lay hands on him or have communion or do those things that, you know, that he does enjoy and I do. For him, but he just wanted me to be present with him. And a lot of times when I've been there, we've just held hands and just looked at each other. I mean, we don't really need to say anything. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really beautiful gift. Well, I mean, it's let's talk about that situation specifically. Because, I mean, I really do. I, I Well, I mean, come on we all know that we need to like live in the moment, right? Like we got, oh, yeah. like that's yeah. the best way. That's, that's, the, that's the easiest, happiest way to live. Right. Yes. Cause you're not worried about what happened before. You're not worried about what's going to happen in the future. It's right here, right now. I right. mean, but not very few of us truly can master that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. we could though, no baggage, mm-hmm. no worry about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you're just right here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. So like, for example, when you go and you visit Joel now, 90 mm-hmm. years old, mm-hmm. I mean, not doing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably spend a lot of your time thinking about, oh, my God, this could be the last time. Oh, my God. Like, you know, like you mm-hmm. might die soon. Like, I mean, no, all that. This is so interesting, but I don't do that anymore. I really well, don't. I mean, well, hang on, because I'm, I mean, I'm going to call you out I think this may be second. the last time. I mean, I do think Because most that. of the times that you talk about it. Yeah. You've talked about like last time, going to die soon. Like it's never yes. about like, I'm just going to go visit Joel. Okay, bye. You know, yes. it's never about that. It's about right. like, I need to go see him because this might happen or yes. I need to go do this That's because true. this might happen. That is you know? true. That is true. But, I, but I'm not as anxious about that as I was in the beginning, like uh, two months ago, I guess. Because, you know, I had um, some concerns about coming to Baltimore. Right, I know, because of know, what may happen. Fearful and, that and, he may die. And he didn't, you know. And he didn't. And none of us know. None of us know. So, you know, with Joel, what I what I have have done is what I try to do in my life every day, which is to take one day at a time. Yeah. And, you know, every time we pray, I always say, We know that our time is in your hands. Help us to be grateful for every moment that we have. Um, well, how do you, let me ask you that question because yeah. how do you stay in the moment mm-hmm. when you know the inevitable is going to happen? Mm. Like he's going to die. It may happen oh, yes. tomorrow. It may happen in 10 years. Yes. When we're all um, dying. Well, mean, yeah, there's no, you know, we're not, no one's getting out of this alive. But you know we're what not I mean? all 90 years old. Right. And we're not all bedridden. Yeah. Right. So like, how do you, when you know when you know something's coming, mm-hmm. how do you fend that off when it mm. comes to staying in the moment? No, you just you just be present with him. Like you know, I go in and I ask him how he's doing, and he'll tell me in whatever way he can. And you know, I may say something about his family, like you know, I knew that Kelly was out of town and. I said, I know Kelly's out away, you know, in Florida until Tuesday. And he said, thank you for reminding me of that, you know, because he, he, he is having a hard time processing things. And um, I told him all about my trip to Baltimore. He was right there with me. He knew I'd been to Baltimore. He knew I'd just come back. Um, he asked all about you. And he said, mm, Stephen needs a good wife. 
by the way. <laughs> I do. Yeah, he did. That's the wisest thing he's ever said. I said, yeah, he knows that. And of course, he married you the first time, remember? Yeah, right. That's the guy that married me, right? <laughs> yeah. Must not have been a fan. <laughs> and I think he and he definitely remembers that too. Um, but yeah, we had a great conversation. And then, like I said, sometimes, you know, he'll tell me, well, I'm, I'm tired now. I need to rest. And I'll say, okay, I'm going outside and visit with Shirley for a while or whatever. You know, we just, we're just really kind of present really to each other. Like when you leave though, are you like, well, this may be the last time I ever see, no. you know, I like, talk to you. No. So I but just, how do you, like, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, yeah. how do you combat that? How I'm do just, you combat the fact that like, you know, that like, yeah, I mean, time is not on his side. Uh huh. Right. If it's if it's tomorrow, so how do you like combat that? Yeah. So when, when I, we're talking about going back to the quote of like living in the moment. Yeah. For example, and I'm, I'm going to take it just a completely different angle on this, and it's nowhere near as important as what's happening with you. But like, I remember when, like, I knew when I worked in Tampa, mm-hmm. like that station wasn't going to make it. Like mm-hmm. it was it was inevitable that we were not going to be able to save that radio station. And mm-hmm. so like, I didn't know, didn't know when it was going to get blown out, mm-hmm. but like I knew it was going to get blown out, and that's really hard to like show up every day and like work towards something mm-hmm. that's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. But like think about just winning every day. And this is what I, my philosophy now, and I don't really know that you could apply this to your life, but hopefully you can. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just go in and I say every day, I'm just going to act like I'm the number one show. Yeah. And I want you to treat me like I'm the number one show. Yes. And if we act like it, then mm-hmm. we will become it. That's right. But if you tell us that we're the number 20 show, we're going to act mm. like the number 20 show. It's your mindset. All about your you, mindset. Yeah, if you come in here and you give us the resources of a number 20 show or have mm-hmm. the attitude like a number 20 show, then we're going to be the number, the number 20 show. Right. We may be the number 20 show, but if we come in and we think we're the number one show and mm-hmm. we act like we're the number one show mm-hmm. and we produce content like we're the number one show. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least we know we've put in our, our best effort, right? Mm-hmm. But like there, we were not, I think we're like the set, like 17th place. Mm-hmm. And like we acted like we were in 17th place because mm-hmm. we knew it was like there was just no way we could come back from that, you know? Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I think you rise and fall to the occasion, you know? I think if, if in your but mind. But if you know, though, that it's inevitable, you know yeah. that Joel's going to die. Yeah. Oh, f- okay. Back to Joel. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm, well, oh. I'm just talking about when you know the okay. inevitable is going to happen, how do you stay in the moment? So, yeah. you're Well, number one, you're grateful for every moment. More grateful than okay. maybe before. But here's what I do. When I drive up, I turn off my car and I say a prayer. And the okay. prayer is, Lord, help me to be and do what you would have me be and do. And I go in and I'm totally calm. I'm, I don't know what to expect. It's okay. Whatever it is, I go in and I'm just with him. And, I, and I'll sometimes say to him, would you like to have communion? Would you like to have, you know, would you like me to lay hands on you? Would you, you know, what would you like that? And, he, and like last time he said, no, no communion, but yes, you know, lay hands on me. And, and that's what we did. And then when I left, I'm usually there a couple of hours because I also spend time with Shirley, right. who I think needs it's me as wife. much or maybe more than he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I say, thank you, Lord, for this day. Just thank you for the day and yeah. the time. And I move on. Yeah. And I'm not in tears. I'm not I'm not sad. It's just a very peaceful, wonderful time together. And like I said, sometimes I just sit on the side of the bed and I hold his hand and and we just look at each other and smile. I mean, just yeah. you know, sometimes there are no words. And he knows right. he's dying. And he knows right. I know he's dying. And, and Do y'all we, talk about it? We have not talked about it. But if so no bring, one's like, hey, you know, not doing good. But, but honestly, I believe that when we get closer to that point, when we know that he's truly transitioning, then we will be having that conversation. But he's not really to that point yet. Yeah. Oof, death is hard. It's a weird one. It is hard. It's a weird thing to digest, right? It is hard. But, you know, we've all got to go through it. So yeah. we just all pray for a peaceful and comfortable death. Yeah. Like I just pray that he is never in pain and he's right. starting to have a little pain now. And I'm sad. I am sad about that. But 
I just think it's a good conversation to have though about like living in the moment when you know the inevitable is going to happen. It's kind mm-hmm. of a different situation rather than like worried about what might happen versus right. like knowing that like it's going to happen. Then yes. what, right. So, yeah. all right, there you go. Mental health Monday here in just a couple seconds with Leah first. Thank you to our friends. Oh, oh this is a really one of those big weeks again on the show. Uh, Hello fresh is giving us 12 free meals to give to you. So make oh. sure this is one of those weeks you want to hop on here. And take advantage of this. Um, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. You get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It's why it's the number one meal kit in America, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yes. Uh, this week, though, is super important because what you can do is you can get 12 free meals. And I'll explain how to do it here in a couple seconds. Mom, you know, we talk about this a lot, why it's so easy to do HelloFresh, takes out the trips to the grocery store. You know what? I went I went to the grocery store this weekend. This is a true story. I went over to um, uh, Whole Foods. Uh-huh. And I haven't been to the – honestly, I've not been to the grocery store in quite some time um, because, you know, I get most of my meals delivered kind of like HelloFresh. I can Fresh. attest to that. You know? And like <laughs> I – yeah. My mom saw it. I don't think we – we don't do anything. Did we? We just get everything mm-hmm. delivered. We yeah. either had our meal kits come or we had yeah. – um, Well, we ordered um, out and we went yeah. out. Yeah, so uh, I was like, <laughs> when I was at the grocery store, I'm like, this is so archaic. It just feels so <laughs> unnecessary. Like we order everything else off the internet. Why in the world are we still going to a, basically a warehouse of food <laughs> yeah, no, to like it get it crazy, and like, you know what it? I mean? Like we Amazon everything. Yeah. And when you have things like HelloFresh, why in the yeah. world are you still going to the grocery store? I know. You yeah. get, you know, it's pre-measured stuff. All you have to do is a quick and easy meal. It's 15 to 20 minutes, you know, dinners, breakfast on the go, more options, 27 recipes to choose from every single week, vegetarian meals, calorie smart meals, craft burgers, extra special gourmet options. There's something for everybody. Well, I don't know why you waste your time going to the grocery store, especially it's 28% cheaper than going to the grocery store. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think that my non-existent kids will see <laughs> The grocery, grocery store. store, maybe not. I don't think they will. Yeah, I think that I, I really think that like it that will be a thing of the past. Yeah, in the near future. I know now, now some of you are going to argue. I love going and picking out my exact zucchini, but mm-hmm. like it's it's going to be a thing of the past. Yeah, I really I do. So, so hop on this while you can, especially when we'll get 12 free meals from HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12 Kramer and choose the code one two Kramer. Use the code 12Kramer uh, for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Okay. HelloFresh.com slash 12, the number 12Kramer, and use code 12Kramer for 12 free meals, including free shipping from our friends over at HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Also, today, uh, we got to thank our friends over at Care of. Care of, mom, you oh, love your Care of package, right? Yes. Yes. Listen, we're all trying to be healthy. And like you never, unless you go to a nutritionist, like I, I do, um, <laughs> most people don't. And let me tell you, I think the recommendations that I get from care of almost as good as actually going to a naturopathic, you know, doctor versus going to just using HelloFresh. I mean, I'm sorry, Mine using right care of target. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. care of what they do. They basically, they, they send you the recommendations of your daily um, vitamin regimen, supplement regimen. They do these individually wrapped packets. So it's help, it's like perfect for you getting back into a routine or just starting a new one. Studies show that it can take about 30 days for you to see the benefit of a new supplement. So consistency is key. And what they do is care of actually makes it easy with personalized subscriptions to your door every single month. It's contact free. So you never worry about running out. And you can like keep up with your routine and earn rewards like cool swag and discount, even free products when you're consistent with taking your vitamins. Listen, you need to be. It's important. You're too old now. If you don't, if you don't have a vitamin regimen or if you got some type of gummy that you bought at the, <laughs> the grocery store because you think that's what you're supposed to buy, mm. um, mm-hmm. maybe it's time for you to take a look at care of and just see, especially because right now we have got 50% off your first order from care of. So this is a great way for you to go check it out. Okay. Uh, what you need to do is go to 50% off your first order, go to takecareof.com, enter the code Kramer 50. I loved it because they recommended all kinds of things for me, a new vegan protein. They entered something too, that I really love for sleep. It's been really good for me. Uh, when I take it consistently, uh, it's just funny because when you enter in the goals, they'll recommend all kinds of things that you wouldn't get anywhere else. So big fan of it. Go check it out. 
Go to takecareof.com, enter code Kramer50 to get 50% off your first order from over at uh, Care Of. Love them. All right, Mental Health Monday in just a couple seconds. Before we do, we say hi to our certified fans. Thank you so much for being a part of our, our little podcast family. These are the backbones of this podcast. Without, without the certified fans, we would not have a podcast every day. So if you're not one, you should be thankful for these people. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, if you want to be one and get some special perks, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. What we do is when we get somebody new to the podcast, we welcome you with a whoop whoop. When we don't have somebody new, we go back and we thank someone who's been here. Or really, it's like if somebody needs a special shout out, we give it to them as well. Because we were like a little tribe, man. We really are. We look out for one another. And I just found out today that Donald, one of our only male mm, <laughs> listeners. Sweet Donald. <laughs> nice guy, man, out of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, has COVID. He does. How about that? He does. You know, we he can't. can't. For Father's Day this year, I got the gift nobody wants, a positive COVID-19 test. How about that? And so we're all reaching out to him and loving him and sending yeah. him prayers and I hate it yeah. for him. Such yeah. a good guy, man. Oh, I, mean, I haven't guy. heard of anyone getting COVID in quite some time oh, because, know. you know, the, the rates are so low. We're un- Yesterday in Maryland, we had zero COVID deaths the first time since October 2020. Oh, fabulous. So like, and you know, our rates are under 1% now. We're like 0.8%. Yeah. Um, so you don't really hear a lot of stories anymore, but we can't, we're all, you know, getting vaccinated and everything, but like yeah. we don't think about is still out there, it you know, is. and for people that are still getting it, man, I feel, I hate it for Donald and I hope yes. he pulls through and I'm sure he will, no, uh, he will, but I just hate it for him. You know, I hate it for him. Mm-hmm. So I think if anyone deserves the day, our buddy Donald deserves the whoop whoop. So mom, an honorary whoop whoop for our buddy yes. Donald who's going through COVID. And if y'all leave him some love on the certified fans page too, that'd be awesome. Yes. Whoop whoop to dear Donald. <laughs> Sounded like a sad whoop whoop. It was a little it wasn't, sad. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, sad. Not the same energy as the other one. So uh, sweet. Also, this week I really want to I really want you to get some merchandise for our show. Here's the thing with the merchandise. I'm having a hard time putting new stuff in there because I still gotta sell some of this other stuff. Uh just to be honest with you. Like we got a bunch of stuff we need to move. And so if you don't own anything that's certified mama's boy, maybe you haven't bought something in a while and you just want to like, spruce up your collection of certified mama's boy goods. Mm-hmm. Uh we got tank tops for the summer. Perfect. Love you forever. Tank tops. I know that the, oh, those are fun. We're basically out of the hoodies. So, um, my favorite, you know, the, the mugs are there. Uh, the, the t-shirts are there. Uh, the t-shirts are actually almost sold out, but I want to put some new stuff in here, but I just need your help. What about and the wine glasses? Wine glasses are there. I think the cheese may ones are still there. Hmm. Um, but I really want to get some new stuff in for uh, the first of July. But I'm having a hard time because I just need like just to sell a few more items. So if you don't mind, you go check out the store. If there's something you like and you love the podcast, we'd love for you to support it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just text the word. What is that one? It's um, merch, M-E-R-C-H, M-E-R-C-H to 888-Kramer8. Text the word merch to 888-Kramer8 and then there you go. All right, mom, that's another podcast down. I love okay, you. We'll honey. talk about the date tomorrow, okay? Yeah, I can't wait to hear all about it. You won't even let me in. I know, I won't even tell her. Surprise for everybody. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> love, love you forever. All right. Uh, Mental Health Monday time. In case you're new to our podcast, every Monday we do Mental Health Monday. Uh, this is my friend, Leah. She is a therapist and she is awesome. And she has a podcast herself called Not Your Basic Influencers. And, or is it Influencer? Influencer. Um, and the, they did talk about all kind of mental health stuff. She's gracious enough to come on our show every Monday to talk about mental health stuff. Um, authenticity is our topic for today. Um, what? <laughs> this, this, this is your topic, not mine. Well, no, listen, I think as, I as a radio personality, I try to run that word through my head all the time. Authenticity, right? Like as someone that has to present themselves on, on multiple shows daily, uh, I, I, I like I like the term of authenticity. I like the idea of authenticity, but we may have different meanings of where this, this conversation is going. Well, and I think it's relevant actually for a lot of the conversations we've, ar- we've already had. Like when we talk about like, dating and relationships and we talk about mental health and um, like how true to ourselves and our values are we living? Cause I think that also plays into our mental health. And so for me, I think it's just so, it's like this golden thread, right? If you're 
authentic and feel like you can be yourself and you're comfortable with yourself and even like your flaws or your, you know, your areas for growth, whatever those may be, that really helps in all facets of your life within your health, your well-being, your relationships. It helps you achieve goals. It just makes you feel more confident. So I just feel like it's so important to talk about because it really does impact us across the board. Who is your authentic self? My authentic self is I am an introvert, but I'm social. I am silly. I like to be silly. I am fairly low maintenance, but also anxious about lots of things. (laughs) Um, I am very motivated and I am very much loyal to my friends and family. And- And you I mean you you knock those out pretty fast, you know. Yeah. Like if I ask that question to you listening to the podcast, like like who is your authentic self? Like who is that? And so let's say I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like like how do you even start to uncover how to even answer that question? Well, I think we're taught a lot, like growing up, of like our identity, right? Like it come like you are a you know it's like your gender, your race, your religion your career, especially sure. your career in this in this country, we really over-identify with that, which totally. I think it's important to our to us because it's, you know, we live it's, a, it's most of our day, our lives is work related. But um right. I think we're kind of taught what makes us who we are and don't always really like reflect and be like, is this who I am? Right. And sure. not just like saying like not just gender, race or whatever, but like what makes you the unique person that you are. And I also think something that makes it difficult is um, like whether or not we really have this need to fit in or we feel safe in being our authentic selves, right? Mm. So like if you're in a group, um, I've been talking about it a lot. Just as an, It's just a really good example for me is when I was in college and in the sorority life, you're trying to fit into this mold and – just be belong and be accepted. And it's, it's really hard to be your, your authentic self because you're really trying to kind of fit this image or this. Wouldn't you say that's, that, that falls into all facets of life though. Typically maybe when you're younger, um, think think about high school. I mean, why do you think that we all, and and this may, uh, this may age me. I'm not sure. Like, why do you think we were all wearing like Abercrombie and Fitch clothes? Totally. I wore a Gap sweatshirt and I didn't even buy Gap clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, Yeah. we, we, we we like, we like put these, these identifiers on us Mm -hmm. to try to, to fit in. I mean, honestly, to me, being authentic was, was always a real challenge because I, and and it's only gotten better since I became divorced because everything literally fell to the ground and Mm -hmm. anything that I felt that I was, I had to get rid of because I didn't, I just couldn't keep the facade up anymore. I couldn't keep up this happy marriage, happy, non-depressed, non-anxious, cool guy on the radio. You know, I I I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I just wasn't, wasn't mentally capable of doing it. But as I started, I, and honestly, I couldn't even tell you who my authentic self was. Yeah. And and I'm sure there's in ten years I'll look back and I'll be like wow I'm still I still had so much to discover about myself but and like for example evolved too it's not super like stagnant or rigid sure well I you know there are so many things about me that I don't like and I well, I, I would I would always say that about myself and I was like well, why don't I like him I like him because it goes against yes. what the soul like the social norm is like yeah. for example like I, I still get a little insecure talking about being vegan, right? Like I just, I don't like people. It makes people feel weird or like, I don't know how, how, how are people, how are people, and always come down, how are people going to accept me if they know this about me? Cause it's, it goes against the, the norm of how most people eat. Right. Yeah. Um, it was the same. I remember when I was so nervous and like, I, I didn't, mean to make not drinking ever again, everything. Like, I, I don't know. I might still drink again. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I don't like, I didn't really mean to make it a thing, but then it kind of became a thing. But I was so insecure with like telling people that, like, especially when I was going to go on dates. I was like, oh my God, will anyone ever want to date me? They know that I don't drink. Like, like I, I've dealt with this my whole life. Let's go back to high school. I always loved being in theater, but I felt so insecure about it because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get, you know, everything was about being in sports and football, going to the yeah. South, you know, it's all about sports and you're a man and do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, my whole life has been like, 
this is not the norm, the norm. And so I, I spent my first 20 some odd years just trying to be like everybody else, you know? Right. And it's like, so it's survival. It's almost like this human instinct, right? You like want to be part of the majority for safety reasons, almost. It's like, sure. that's how human beings are, you know, and like you want to find your, find your tribe of people or just be not even like stand out sometimes just blend right in. Cause you're like, then I won't, you know, I, I won't be picked on or sure. It, it's really, I think a survival strategy, but I think what you're saying too, though, is the thing is, is it's so tiring when you're not yourself. And it then is. when you mention those things about like vegan and not drinking, like the right people, not just dating, but the right friends, the right community will be accepting of you. And maybe yeah. it's the difference. I guess think maybe that's the difference of why you couldn't be that way in school is because you only had so many people. Totally. You yeah. had to fit in. Like you had to fit into that norm because you had, you know, whatever, 100, 200, 300, 400,000 people that like right. you had to fit in. And you had right. to survive. And so that is like a sense of like, oh my God, we all have to wear the same clothes or else, you know? You don't or want to be alienated, have... right? Right, right. Yeah. It makes, I, no, right. It's harder to do when you're younger, but that's like, that's like part of the developmental stages too, is like the identity formation and who are you in this community and who is, right. like, who is your it's tribe? Some, it's like some weird tribal shit, right? Like we're, we're going back to like some, some caveman shit right here when it comes to this, right? Well, About it's like, like the mean girl, you know, when they like equ- that movie, when they equivalent to like, you know, the wild and like the jungle. Right. And, no, like, it's true. It's totally true. I, I think that's a perfect analogy because it really is just about feeling safe. It's about having your, your people. It's about getting, just surviving and getting sure. through a really tough time. And I think it's just, but then I think what people are realizing as they're adults is it's so, it's so tiring and it, it doesn't feel good to not live in life Ugh. in line with your values. And like, and I, and this is like really silly, but I will say this, like I, I equate it even to like trying, like you said, like trends and clothes, right? Like I have always had curves and you know, when I was in high school, like the, you know, the, like the Britney Spears jeans, like to like yeah. your hips, like, right. Little, right. like and that yeah. wasn't flattering for me and nobody, I mean, for a lot of us though, right? Like, <laughs> right. We all tried to fit into these like weird styles that were not always flattering on our bodies. And then I think as an adult, you finally realize like, I'm going to wear what I feel like I look good in and feel most confident and comfortable in. Sure. And so that might not be like, you know, the kids aren't into the whole, like, I guess, skinny jeans these days. And I've ex- I ventured out of my skinny jeans as well. Like I'm exploring other jeans. But like, <laughs> other jean options. Je- well, but if I like them and I feel good in them, who cares, right? Like I wear, mean, wear your authentic jean self. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be your authentic jean self. No, but it's true. It's funny. It's like it is like it, I think some of these layers just come starting to like peel off because it's just so much harder to like keep up with like trying to be somebody you're not. Well, that's gonna be a question to you. Is like why do you think authenticity is so important? Like why is it important to be authentic? Because I think you can have more meaningful relationships that way. I think you'll mm. feel – because if you're authentic – like I always see the, feel like this too is like if 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 I'm not being authentic, chances are someone else won't be authentic, right? Like mm. we both have to be somewhat vulnerable in any type of – like friendships, not just relationships, friendships to – to really build that connection and the strong bond. And not all relationships. Like some people are just like your friends you play whatever. Like people do – play golf with or like, you know what I mean? Do like sure. activities with, or they party with, and they're not like the friends you like, you know, your writer dies or that you have meaningful conversations with. But I do think in order to build those connections, both people need to be true to themselves and feel like they can be seen and accepted as they are. So I think meaningful relationships, romantic and platonic authenticity helps. And I think that does help too, in just general with confidence. Like I think if you are truly owning who you are, and of course, like I'm, I, I still struggle with insecurities. Like I'm human, but I think I'm more confident about the things I wasn't confident in before. And I can say things with more conviction. And if people don't agree, I don't like, 
I don't shatter, right? Like I don't sure, like Sure, right. Because you know, I, you know who you are. You're authentic totally. to yourself and it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. Where, so I, think where, I promise you, if you're, if you're somebody you're not and somebody throws a stone at you, you shatter because exactly. there's nothing for you to like stand in. It's not really you. It's not really what you're about. Well, what do you, um, let's say I'm listening right now. And I'm like, oh God, like I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Like, <laughs> like I, how, like what, how do you become an like your authentic so self? Is, how does that even look? This might be a plug myself. So, so. Oh, look at this. Here she goes. So I, but well, um, well, so I have on my website, I have like free, um, oh, this is great. So you need to do more of this, honestly, like this, I got to teach you PR stuff because you really got to be better about like, you know, on my website, you can go check out blah, blah, blah. I know. So I'm like, I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug this in right now. I'm going to tell <laughs> you, yeah. Instead, you're, I'm going to tell you everything I know and not send you to any of my own platforms. So <laughs> this in into the- <laughs> I got to give you media training. Okay. Okay. I, I'll All take right. it. I'll plug take your website. Media training. Plug so it. it's uh, leahagiri.com. L-E-A-H-A-G-U-I-R. R-R-E. Is that how you say your last name? It's Spanish, so it's Aguirre, but I just say Aguirre because I'm I'm mostly <laughs> for, I, for you white people. <laughs> I'm like pretty white. I mean, it's just I don't. I mean, I yeah. Aguirre, so, hey, it's Aguirre. Aguirre, it's not, it's not it's Aguirre. Aguirre over here. <laughs> Aguirre.com. But I have these. It's it's in the. I have like a. It's called um. Take charge tools. So it's like just a link and you get free PDF, but one of them is your values. So it's identifying mm. things that are important to you and just start with that. Like, so there's like a, just go through what, what's important to you, everything. So for you, Stephen, it might be, I'm vegan. I love my dog. I, I'm, I'm getting in touch with spirituality. I like being outdoors, right? So write everything that's important to you, everything that is meaningful to you. Mm. And then take a look at that and be like, how am I applying these values into my everyday life? Okay, you said too much. Now you're ruining the worksheet. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> go download the worksheet for more. Because you got to tease them a little bit. You know, you, you see, let me, let me, let me, let me give you some radio, some radio insight here. You should have been like, I got this worksheet on my website that will change your life. Like I promise but you, the second you do this worksheet, you'll never be it. the same. But I also want people to be able to do it on their own without accessing the worksheet. <laughs> but this is not how you get clicks. Okay. And that's what life's about. If like, it's not wait. about clicks, then what are we doing? You know what I mean? I know. Okay. We're, we're, we only get validated by numbers nowadays. So. God, I need to figure this out. <laughs> well, you can go click on Leah's podcast. There can, there can be a number for her. She has a podcast called Not Your Basic Influencers. Tell so us in, about this, it. in this podcast, podcast that I'm going to plug in right here, <laughs> is, I'm just kidding. So I have a podcast with my friend Elise. It's not your basic influencers. It's on all platforms. We talk about all things that impact our mental health um, with different professionals. So people in the mental health field um, and other public figures. So really just have these relatable conversations about things like not just relationships, but self-esteem, self, um, self-worth, body image generational trauma, everything you can think of that impacts us and our mental health um, in a way that's digestible and relatable. It is a great podcast and hope you'll go check it out. And if you're still looking for a way to work on your mental health, hopefully you'll go check out our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is uh, the uh, way I love to get therapy. It is online therapy and counseling. It's awesome no matter what you're going through, stress, anxiety, relationship problems. I wish I had this during my divorce. And if it's not something you need right now, hopefully you'll keep it in mind. Maybe you can pass it along to a friend that does need it because it's the easiest and most effective way to get counseling. I promise you, like you're not going to find if you're starting your, your, your mental health and counseling journey, or possibly you've done it the traditional way for years. I mean, I, I did for a decade, I was going to offices, but I love now just being able to hop on, uh, you know, pop into a, a meeting just like you do with work. It's so much easier, right? Well, therapy is the same way. Why be in somebody else's office when you can be in the comfort of your own home? I'm a big fan of it, man. So do this betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You get 10% off your very first month of BetterHelp. I know you're going to like it. BetterHelp.com slash Kramer for 10% off your first month of online professional therapy and counseling. All right, let's do some good news and then we will do a made me laugh and then we're going to be done for today. All right. Start today. And I'm listen, Papa John himself, not a fan of the guy. He's kind of a creep, right? But the company, I will say, I got to give him credit for what happened this week. There's a delivery uh, guy over in Houston, and his name is Isaac, and his car was his only source of in, in, um, income and transportation. And at one point, it's actually his home as well, but it went up in flames after thieves try to steal it. Uh, and something, they try to steal some kind of part out of it. And so the, the car like went up in flames. 
So he was shocked, obviously, and didn't quite know what to do. Luckily, the president of Papa John's, his name is Keith Sullins, um, saw this, heard the story, and he had been, our, our buddy Isaac had been a delivery driver for 15 years. So Keith decided to surprise him with a brand new car. Actually gave Sancho, or Isaac, his very own car, signing the papers over right there in the parking lot. He's such a great employee. i just like to say thank you for staying with Papa John's. Thank you for all you do. Of course, of course Isaac then was overwhelmed by the gesture and he's super thankful for it. The car comes at an ideal time because he's been dealing with some health issues as well and, and hospital bills are starting to pile up. So say uh, some of the uh, Isaac's co-workers set up a GoFundMe page. They've raised over $9,000 so far with the medical bills and the expenses and now of course the help of the new car hoping Isaac is now going to be able to deliver some pizzas again and get back on his feet because he wasn't able to there for a while. So it's cool when people come forward like that. This is a cool like post Father's Day story too. There's a 14 year old boy um, over in where was this boy? I don't even remember where he was now. It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter. He's a boy. All right, he's 14, uh, and he wanted a job, couldn't get a job. Started his own business, cutting lawns because he was too young. Obviously, his name is Nathan, and now he's using it as an opportunity to give back to the military community. He's actually using his skills that his grandfather's taught him with uh, with mowers to help others. He's called the Lawn Kid, and he's raised enough money to buy his own equipment. But when it broke down, his clients and community actually stepped in to help get him some proper supplies. A client who works with Lowe's got the company to donate a brand new mower. They call the Cadillac of Mowers with some other equipment over to Nathan. Inspired by his grandfather, who was a veteran who passed away in February, the team wanted to cut lawns for veterans for free. And his starting goal was to mow 50 yards for 50 veterans. And now he's busy working to reach his goal of, you know, getting that done. So... I like it when kids do go. I think anyone does good things and something bad happens and more good things happen to them. So just a little feel good story. Happy post father's day, by the way, I hope it was a good one. Shout out Donald, man. I hope you're feeling better day at a time. Uh, and Jim Gaffigan, you know, I love Jim Gaffigan. He just got such a snarky sense of humor, especially when it comes to father's day. It's father's day. Ugh. How weird is that? A day to honor dads? It doesn't make sense. Mother's Day, I get their mothers. They brought us into the world. Father's Day is like celebrating Darth Vader's birthday. Culturally, we don't even take Father's Day seriously. We all approach Father's Day like, well, our dads made us do it. Father's Day seems like an afterthought. I guess since we honored mothers in May, we should probably give a day in June to that guy who gets up early on his one day off to abandon us to go golfing. The gifts we give on Father's Day seem impersonal and absurd. A necktie? What is this, 1950? I guess giving dear old dad a noose would be a little on the nose. So let's give him a silk noose with a goofy pattern. And I don't know like why the idea went through my head today. Like, does it do more harm than good? But anyway, I'm just thinking about that. I don't know. I'd love your thoughts on that. 888-Kramer8. If you've got something you want to share, you can DM me or text me or whatever you want to do. You know how to get me. I'm just thankful that you're here and part of our podcast family and here to support one another. We support Donald and anything that you're going through too. Hope it's a great Monday. Ask my mom on tomorrow. Date on tomorrow. Hope you'll come back and listen to another episode of Certified Mama's Boy. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.